I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hello, lovely people. Uh, I just wanted to quickly mention a brand new podcast, which I think is absolutely brilliant, called Phone a Friend. Now, it's hosted by George Ezra, hugely talented, and his great friend, Ollie, who share the ups and downs of their week and discuss how to balance mental health with the other stresses of daily life. Something that we could all deal with right now. Now, it releases every single Monday, and to find it, you search Phone a Friend into wherever you get your podcasts. And you might want to listen to this if you're finding yourself wondering how you can use conversation to better your mental health. It's particularly relevant right now when we're all learning how to deal with current restrictions we're living through. And it's just a great podcast to sit and listen to and find comfort in opening up to one another about how you're feeling. Have a listen to the episode. It's called Phone a Friend by George Ezra and his great friend Ollie. Hello? Hello, mate. How are you? I'm not bad, George. I'm not bad. Not got much on. <laughs> no, well, yeah. How long, how far into your isolation are you now? Um, It is now, I think, 10 days. Oof. And got another three weeks, almost three weeks ahead, at least. But We should just say for anybody that's new here, Ollie lives in Barcelona. Yes. Um, so he's the kind of, um, the rules of isolation were put in place a bit sooner, weren't they, for you than they were for me? Yeah, it does strike me as funny that as soon as I start doing something, everyone in the UK gets that little glint in their eye like, oh, fuck, <laughs> yeah. oh Ollie's doing it. Oh, we should be socially yeah. isolated too. Yeah. yeah. Ollie's just made a huge lifestyle change, man. I'm going to try I'm gonna it. I'm going to try out. it. Yeah. And I mean, it does mean that. I'm kind of a pro at this now, so I've. Will you? Would you agree that I've sort of been helping you in ways you never thought possible to get through this? And without me, you're nothing. Would you say it like that? Or um, I, w- I would never have worded it quite like that. Oh. Um, but I would say that you've certainly come to my aid over the last few days on more than one occasion. I should just say today is for me. It's day five of zero human contact. Physical contact, that is. Have you been um, you've been to the shops at all? Been to the yes. I've had I've had two things delivered to me. One, no, three now. One was a picture in a frame that uh, was owed to me. You know, um, one was a like fast food delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also went down to Tesco's. But do you know what's been so strange is I would. I would say that the isolation really hasn't affected me much at all mm-hmm. uh, so far, mentally that is. But then I realised that I needed to go down to Tesco's about four days ago and um, 
I got really nervous about the idea of going down there. Yeah. Never mind, I live above it. It's not the journey there that was making me nervous. Well, it was almost like I don't know the 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 idea of being around other people suddenly seemed very kind of intimidating. It's well, I I imagine that it's because you're being bombarded at the moment. We all are with information and tips of how f- far you have to stay away from each person. And when you like you've been on your own for however many days, suddenly you're building up this scary thing and it's not necessarily getting coronavirus. I imagine it's just the entire act of going to the supermarket and seeing people after not having done that for a while suddenly becomes a big scary barrier. Yeah, that's it, because I wouldn't say that I'm marrying the idea of the virus like I'm not, I'm not thinking. Oh, I need to go to Tesco's. Oh, but the virus and the germs. That yeah. bit, I'm kind of, and maybe I am subconsciously, but I think it's far more the I've kind of I don't know. But then I went down, and I deliberately just went down in a t-shirt and my tracksuit bottoms and a pair of sliders because I wanted to feel that beautiful London breeze around my hips and my cheeks, yeah. and um, yeah. I felt alive, mate. I, you know, it was like ah, as someone that. <laughs> you know a real past hobby pastime of mine is walking yeah um, and although they say you know get out for some daily exercise but i kind of think well i'm just not gonna risk it i live in such a built-up area not risk it as in for me to get the virus but i just think if i can manage without then it, i shouldn't go out well we're not even allowed to do that here i went to the supermarket today and I was thinking about how I remember times about a year ago where obviously society was functioning normally. I remember a few times where I was in a pretty small queue for the supermarket and I just had a panic attack and like hid my basket full of stuff somewhere and just fucking left. And I there, there was a time where just the thought of going out and to a supermarket or whatever would make me have a panic attack. And there I am this morning, confidently striding into the supermarket and, uh, you know, there's big crowds of people and the atmosphere is slightly tense, but I'm in a much better place anxiety-wise than I was a year ago. Thank God, because... Full blimey, yeah. If I was... <laughs> well, no, genuinely, if you, if, you're think, if you think about where you were a year ago, what you're describing, yeah. and now you layer on top of that, Sorry, it was a bit of a Ron Weasley yeah, like, I thought, response I to that, thought wasn't it? Dick Van Dyke had come down to comment <laughs> cool, on blimey. Like, oh, blimey, my son. Yeah, you're having a bit of the mental wobbles, are you? <laughs> um, yes. And we should say as well, this week's episode that we're recording, we are frightfully aware that everywhere that you turn, whether that be, you know, media or... Social well, what, media. Social media, yeah. Um, is there's an awful lot of worry and angst and negativity in the world that is, it seems kind of unavoidable at times. But I think one thing that the two of us and everybody, I think, is aware of as well is that there are really some wonderful things happening amongst people to help one another out. And uh, we have asked to or some of your stories for the past week. Yes. Um, if yeah. And so we're going to dedicate the episode to us reading through some of those and hopefully putting a smile on all your faces and maybe 
you know, we'll we'll leave this being a bit more inspired to go and help some others ourselves. Yeah. And we this is just a brief pause. You can get doom and gloom everywhere else and you probably will. So why not have 45 minutes or so of positive vibes? Um, yeah. And we got so many emails. George uh, posted asking for people to send some some positive stories related to this current situation. We got so many and reading through them has from on a personal level been for me george for me for you for me very good very good feelings coursing through my veins it oh. a lovely reminder of how i mean i can be quite a cynical lad but people human beings can do some wonderful kind things especially in troubled times <laughs>